Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we're continuing our adventure with our traveling home which I'm happy to report has launched on Kickstarter. It's already past the 25% mark, which spells good news for funding, but it could always use some more love and attention. So if you've been enjoying these episodes, I highly recommend you head over to Kickstarter, either by searching for Our Traveling Home in the search bar or by clicking the link in the show notes. But of course, you can always listen to more of the show to see how you like it. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. So I think it would absolutely make sense to follow this up with special family meal, you know, like this like tense situation. And we're like, okay, like, let's let's try to all do a thing together as a family to maybe work through some of this stuff. Yeah, this feels like my idea. It was. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is something that Shine Shine really did not play a role in fixing that situation. No, (laughs) but Shine feels like what is called for is a gathering with rules and a gathering with ceremony and flash. That is what we need. Fantastic. So Shine, why don't you why don't you read the the description and the setup of Special Family Meal since this yes. is uh, your idea. Yes. <laughs> Special family meal, for whatever reason, it doesn't happen very often that everyone gets to sit down for a nice family meal. Uh, This is a thing that Shine has noticed and has been on Shine's to-do list, which is a comically infinite thing that Shine adds things to but never removes things from. Whose idea was it and how does it everybody contribute? It was absolutely Shine's idea, and I think it is an idea that Shine decided to follow up on because of Sorel. Shine kind of like replayed that whole series of events in his head and noticed that the situation resolved itself, but doesn't feel like he really participated in that resolution. So he wants to show Sorel that like, I I have this in hand. I'm so glad you got this started. I'm going to stitch this up tight with a bow. <laughs> what this needs is a bow. And he was trying to figure out how to do it. So he's looking through his infinite to-do list and found family dinner. And I think special family meal is a fixed point because Sorel must have talked about doing family meals back at the home situation that oh, they yeah. left. Like, that's absolutely it. So Shine has never had a special family meal. Shine only knows, like, the emotional notes that Sorel described. So Shine is doing his best to recreate what he thinks that should be. So next, describe how each of you contributes for preparing for the meal. Each player chooses a role. When everyone has selected their role, answer the associated questions in order so i'm assuming that i'm also choosing one of these roles correct yeah everyone's gonna choose a role so we're, we'll kind of talk about what we want to do and then we'll go through the actual prompts okay i think i would like to cook i think shine sees that role as being like especially important to the process like i have served you the food this is how i'm gonna show off this is how i'm gonna show you all that like we're gonna we're gonna do better and be better i have one question for you yes what does your apron look like oh (laughs) i will describe the apron (laughs) but uh, i'll pass that alley i kind of think meal prep might be like Like a thing that i enlist you into oh because who else is going to be your sous chef yeah nobody yeah so food prep so helping with chopping and i would very much like to do the dishes (laughs) oh that's so indicative (laughs) just because i have a thing in mind for how it's going to be very difficult for me (laughs) i'd like to clear the table 
yeah, you're going to grab that one. Dang. I thought for sure you'd gather ingredients. You are I the mean, earth. That would be. Y'all are going to leave Lament to grab them ingredients. But like, that's going to be hilarious because you're not going to tell people like the you're going to grab the weird magical shit and then not tell people oh, yeah. what they need to do. Shrooms? This I like sh- this like drapey, hunched figure slouching out into the fields like, gotta get the stuff. <laughs> I think they're very comical. <laughs> Husk and corn. <laughs> Shine gave you a list. You only yes. looked at half of it. The rest of it is DIY. I gave you a list of the atoms that are necessary <laughs> for everything in the meal. Like, I think I am atomically going to assemble the actual perfect meal. I like that kind of a grocery list. <laughs> I have a question. Do you know who Lament is? Ah, uh, boy. It's been a while. It has been a while. I do not look the same. And Lament, you do you know who Shine is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, you okay. know. Shine looks the same, if not more shinier. Shine is the kind of extra that there could never be, like, someone that could be confused with Shine. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. I think I remember you the way you wanted to be seen. And mm. right now you don't feel like that person. So how could you be the same person? Oh, heck. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh boy uh it's fine we're all having feelings yeah hold I- for feelings <laughs> i i wanted to clear the table because i think i literally pull furniture and necessary items from every other room in the house and assemble a beautiful well in my view a beautiful room it is uh <laughs> james is like I'm also I'm, I'm super me. nodding um, also because I love the idea that there is not enough furniture in this house because if we can only get stuff through Katamari, we can only get whatever discarded furniture we find in the wild. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like but I I also think there's enough furniture in the house, but it's just everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I centralize and None of it matches. No, not at all. Uh but but I put it all in the same place. I I put it in a room with the finest, well-trimmed grass with with walls that are waterfalls and with a blue sky that shines above the table, giving the room the perfect glow. And just, I just, I get swept up in creating a, the art of the room and I'm just so happy to do that. Fantastic. We're just gonna go through the questions real quick, but that is like perfect and I love it. So Lament, since you're gathering ingredients, you gather fresh <laughs> ingredients either from your garden or the wilds. What do you bring back and what special handling does it require? Did Shine offer any, any advice to gather atoms or was it just, <laughs> here's the list, Lament, off with you? I Again, I assume that my ideas are perfect and also... <laughs> I assume that everyone else around me is capable of perfection. So I have complete faith in you that you will make sense of a list of atoms. I didn't even finish wizarding school. (laughs) Oof. Gosh. Again, so that wicker basket that I think belonged to Sable, that's what Lament has. And they're kind of like dragging it as their arms, you know, almost reach the ground and it drags along the the outside of the wilds through those sunflowers. And they just pick up grass, sunflowers, some mushrooms, a couple of rocks, sprinkles of dirt, a handful of bugs, the odd butterfly... What else am I going to find outside? Blueberries. Definitely. Yeah, blueberries. Trying to think. Uh, Some pine cones. Lots of organic matter. The only living thing, like truly like sentient quotation marks, are, uh, like again, handful of insects. The top of this basket is closed. And it is closed tight. Also, I should ask before we proceed, does anybody have anything with bugs? Please smell spiders. Spiders are usually like off the table anyway. So I just, I love caterpillars, but caterpillars can be a little iffy sometimes. Can, Can they be ladybugs? Yes, please. Not the ones that bite. Yeah. We have a small vendetta against ladybugs, so that mm-hmm. works for me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Awesome. So dishes. While Lament is out gathering this wild buffet of ingredients. So here's the thing about living 
with an ADD wizard and their, like, Peter Pan apprentice. <laughs> they haven't done the dishes in about 50 years. <laughs> Gross. Cause, like, we just use a new dish just... and then banish it to an island when it's soiled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there are, And like, then it rains and that washes the dish. Right? That is not clean. That is not. It's, it's not. That is not clean. So there's like a spoon and like a teacup and like you know a saucer and like my mug that I only use all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like as big as my head. This tankard. <laughs> yeah. So it is a whole thing, and Sorrel is just like when they realize that this is what has been going on, if they're like, I am not eating off of these. You Sable is not eating off of these. I mean, Asrinel would probably be fine given that they're like dirt. But, like, at the very least. But they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to. And so, so like, I ask Azrenel to, like, consolidate all the dishes into a pile for me since they're all throughout the home as well. And there's a sink in the kitchen. But, like, the thing is, occasionally, maybe, like, once every five years or so, Shine will be like, I'm gonna clean the kitchen, right? And then they, mm-hmm. they're like, I need a new thing. I need a new thing that will help me stay motivated to clean the kitchen. And so the last time they did this, they came off with a pair of dishwashing gloves that would like literally shine the dirt off of plates. But that's actually what makes it harder for Sorrel to wash the dishes because they're like, cool, there's these gloves. I'm going to wash the dishes. And then like the gloves activate with like the literal like light baking off the dirt. And then like they go intangible and they can't because they're intangible. They can't turn the gloves off. Can can I also add that you are surrounded by spectacular tapestries that have encouraging phrases on them? Because that's what Shine thinks. Like, I'm going to get motivated. I'm going to do this. And that starts with a good tapestry. You get a tapestry that says something positive and that positivity stays in you and you complete the task. There's absolutely a live, laugh, love tapestry uh, yes. hanging right over the sink <laughs> and it's just it's a comedy of errors beautiful <laughs> what, what's our next step so that's that's clearing the table so i love the description of like having to like pull the furniture in but maybe as a complication the wizard also has a bad habit of leaving their books at the table but their books are magical so they get grumpy so how do you soothe the books before you can put them back on the shelf how does the earth soothe the books I think I pull the dirt from their pages. I clean them off. I, I make them feel cared for and help them feel new again. Is it like putting kids to bed? That- oh, I sing a song to Yeah, you. sing to us. Yeah, Shine always sings to us. I'm not going to sing Shine's song. I'll sing my song. As long as I get a song. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. Kiss our pages. Shine always kisses our pages. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> Is there anything you want to add to what you said before? I did really like your description of, you know, the, the waterfalls and all the... Yeah, no, I think it's just a, a really pleasant room where we can... With the, there are enough chairs for everyone plus one because you always have to have an extra chair just in case. They're all hodgepodge and it's just a, a quiet room. And I think that some of the other things that have found homes in the circle, in the sphere, have, have meandered into. I think flowers have bloomed and maybe maybe a few butterflies are flying around. It's just a pleasant little oasis. Shine has sent you a note mm-hmm. and it is a very specific request. He gave you the, the table plan for, for it. And he's like, he needs to be at the head of the table and have Sorel at the other end of the table. And there needs to be a cloud over the sun because otherwise, you know, Sorel isn't going to be able to enjoy the meal because he'll be too upset. But because the sun can't be like, that doesn't work with my aesthetic. So the cloud needs to have a very small hole that will shine a beam of light down just on shine. So it, it, like he's <laughs> given you a bunch of diagrams like this is how it must work. So I, I think I get that note a little bit late. I've designed the room and at the last minute I say, yeah, there's no way I'm doing that. And so they change the sky to fade from day to night on one side of the room. I love that. Oh, that's so good. That's- Perfect. Also, the table is round. 
Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. Where is the head? We have received your requests and we deny them. Fantastic. All right, so food prep. Food prep. <laughs> so okay, so I'm supposed to help with chopping and other preparation of food items. Did the person who gathered ingredients remember to warn you about special handling? No. Also, none of these things were on the list, as far as I can tell. I don't know if that was on... on I don't I don't know if Shine changed the list at the last second, or if maybe this was the list all along and I just read it wrong, but Lament didn't give me any special instructions, so I am going to take it upon myself to not bother Shine about this, and I am going to do the very best I can by looking up individually how each of these items can and should be prepared to be cooked for any possible dish. Not just whatever Shine was talking about earlier today about cooking, but literally anything. And that means like washing and cutting and like some of the mushrooms are cut this way and some of them are cut this way and some of the bugs have their legs removed and some of them don't. And like I have different piles with labels of how each thing was prepped that way. Like like the like uh like Top Chef or whatever, where mm-hmm. like the kitchen has everything and like there's like regular garlic and then like minced garlic and then like squeezy bottle garlic and that you know like there's all of these different options. Yeah. So I think I think that I've taken it upon myself not to ask anyone oh, and to no. just do it. <laughs> and I think Shine's whole thing is if I'm not getting any questions, all is going according to plan. This is perfect. Fantastic. You now have like a test kitchen full of options of things that you did not ask for. Perfect. Some of which includes rocks. Yep. Yeah. And I've separated the rocks by type and um, also by size. So they are very good looking rocks, though. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so shine. I am extremely curious how it works that you take the prepared ingredients and cook a delicious meal. Yes. How? It's a really good thing he's a wizard. Yes, it is <laughs> such a good thing. I think what part of this is, is most of the instruction that I gave Sable is that, like, I wanted Sable thinking visually. So I gave Sable a picture of what things should be and kind of arranged like by color and texture and whatnot, the room that has been prepared does look like my picture. It's just instead of strawberries, there are ladybugs, you know? So like I, I look at Sable and this is one of the first times that I've given Sable visual instructions and they've hit the mark. Like, so I am so full of pride and joy over that. I like get down on one knee. I place a hand on Sable's shoulder and go, you are a brilliant, beautiful, shining star. I, I just, I want you to take a victory lap. I don't know what that means to you, but I want you to go do it. You go do it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> like smiling and whatnot ushers Sable out of the room and like we can see Shine's outfit for this, which is a apron that, you know, has beautiful frills and lace, but the frills and lace are made of arcing light. And the apron itself is made out of basically the dust that comes off of butterflies. Those are actually kind of like little feathers. So it's made out of that, like pinks and reds of that, that has a heart on it. And that heart covers up the black hole that is in his chest. But he was planning on cooking a turkey dinner as in his research for what the perfect meal should be. He found like, oh, it is a big bird. It is a big turkey bird. And and for a while he thought, oh, you know, it it was going to be a turkey, but maybe it should be an ostrich because that's a bigger, more impressive bird. But actually ostriches are very ugly. So I'll just mix an ostrich and a peacock together. And so he's got like these peacock feathers that are off of his back that are like these. He's in a (laughs) runway couture gown that is also an apron. And he's also spent a lot of time doing his makeup for this. And his makeup is gems. He's he's shined up his cheeks very well. He's he's lined his eyes with gold. His hair is gold right now. He turns around to face the room because even though visually it looks perfect, clearly this is none of what he asked for. And he starts to cry. Just like 
this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad and I'm not gonna do it right. Everybody's counting on me or they're gonna fight and everyone's gonna be sad, but I'm not gonna do it right. And everything out there, I got my seating plan and that's perfect. And, and, and Sable tried her best and that was perfect too and nothing else is gonna be perfect because it's gonna be so hard uh and he's like collapses dramatically i think there is a fainting couch on the side of, oh, yeah. of the prep area a because there must be in every room in Sensible. every room there must be a chaise lounge and he's collapsed on it and just flashes back to a moment where Sorel has told him what a family dinner means and, and like kind of why it's important. And maybe that was like an incidental thing, but I want to know, what does Sorel think of family dinner? I think for them, there's the meals that they have with the noble family that they're living with, but only a couple times a year would they get a holiday to go home and visit their family out in the countryside. And they would have these like big, you know, like small cottage, but you're shoving like 20 people around a table and people are kind of elbowing each other and you know maybe there's not quite enough food to go around but like the most important thing is that like everyone's together and that you get to spend time with the people that you love that you don't normally get to see yeah so that's it if like the thing that is driving him the reason that he decided to do this wacky idea in the first place and call in a bunch of f favors you know enlisting the people around him to do this is the way I, I, I don't think a Sorel like summed up themes like that. I think Sorel talked about kind of like what that meant to them. And <laughs> that made such an impression on Shine. And Shine is like, if I can turn this, what is around me into a delicious meal, I can bring those feelings back for this person who has done nothing but improve my life and the life of everyone else living here. And they need me to do that because that is perfect. And I am perfect because I need to be. And so he snuffs back like the snot that was coming out of his nose. He wipes away the tears, which are lava, and flings them to the side. They burn up part of the kitchen. And he turns to the ingredients. And the only thing that these are missing, really, if you think about it, is time. And that's just takes magic. So he focuses his magic and extends it as far as it can. Like the room fills with that magical energy. Suddenly the world around Shine shines along with him and the objects, the raw ingredients float up in front of him and he evolves the ladybugs until they become a peacock turkey ostrich and uh, and that then then he like cooks them he's taken the rocks and he's made them accelerate through time so much that the universe ends and then the the big bang starts again <laughs> and he's taken that light to like cook them so he's created a convection oven using the light of creation <laughs> And so that cooks that. And blueberries are just good anyway. So he makes a beautiful blueberry sauce, but like with knives and stuff, you know, like normal cooking. You see, mm. some, at some point in the middle of all of this, Azrenal just kind of like, you see their head kind of whoop in. They're like, what the fuck? And then just like, I don't. Mm -mm, no. The power, the raw magical power radiating off of this is shaking like the couture gown that, that he put together, which is his most of his day was assembling this gown. <laughs> I need to cook this meal. So what do I do? Assemble a beautiful couture gown. 
the gravity is tearing it atom by atom away. Like it, it is in tatters and the black hole is growing. When you pop your head into the room, you see bending light and whatnot. And I, I think this hurts Shine. It, it hurts Shine to do this, but he is so focused on the work, so focused on the goal of I must create that feeling for this person who means so much to me. He doesn't even feel it. And the black hole kind of grows, but he assembles the meal that was in his head. He just uses unfathomable magical power to accelerate time for different objects in order to do that. That is so extra. <laughs> but he comes, he enters the room holding holding like a tray he's clearly been through hell and like everything is tattered and he looks wild <laughs> but he is like acting like everything is cool and totally normal and he is just like i am so glad everyone could come to special family dinner wow um i mean i think we were i mean did we have a choice to not come i feel like that wasn't a you did not. Right, right. Uh, so I, I think we, we're at having the actual dinner uh, yes, now. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we, so each of us chooses a prompt and we answer the associated questions. Everyone chooses one. So we can either ask a personal question, tell a funny story about someone else, or good-naturedly rehash an old argument. Shine. This ladybug is awful. Thank you for its creation. However... Have you considered the threat of your existence and what the darkness is that we pose simply by residing inside of this home? Have I considered <laughs> the threat of my existence and the darkness? I'm sorry, the darkness of the home? No, it's very well mm. lit right now. And actually, that brings up a very good point. Azrenel, this is very well lit. Thank you. I did my best. Does that answer your question? I feel no. like it did. Is it too no. bright for you, Sorel? Uh, no, actually, it's it's quite dark on my end, and I appreciate oh. that. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I was trying to bring the mood down by talking about the external threats of Terra, that terrible wizard who... Who? ...seeks the, the, the other wizard. Doesn't ring a bell. Terra, uh, ominous presence, ominous hard presence, eyes, hard um, eyes. It, the burlap, the burlap. The I'm remembering some burlap, mm -hmm. and I think I encounter something unpleasant at this point in the memory, so it gets very foggy. Yes. Well, I just want to say uh, uh, that lament. Clearly, you've put a lot of thought into that thing that you said to me. And yes. it means the world to me. It means the world to me that you put in that thought. And so thank you very much. I'm sorry that I was not able to recall the thing that you wanted me to recall. You're welcome. That was well I said. Hope and you're you lovely. Consider. Good job. That was no, good. I'm uncomfortably like take a bite of like the, the grass <laughs> salad with like the, the vinaigrette that was contrived. <laughs> So Sorel, yeah, uh, is this is this like the family dinners from when you were back home? Sorel like has a fork full of food like most of the way to their mouth, and they kind of stop and they glance around at the waterfalls for walls and the day night sky overhead and the entirety of Shine. Shine, Shine is looming very like the longer you've paused, like Shine is just. I think his neck has stretched like he's just leaning in expectations sparkling and it's oh yeah and he's voguing a little bit just like Sorrel <laughs> mm -hmm. kind of carefully sets their fork down and says there are similarities uh obviously no one in my family is a wizard or a demon or other extra planar entities so um it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, a bit more mundane, but, um, you know, the important thing about a family dinner is that everyone is 
working together to make it happen and then spending time together. So yeah, I, I you know, in, in that regard, it's, you know. Uh, but you haven't had the best part yet. Shine like gets up and claps. You were telling me about the holiday dinners that you used to share with your family, and I picked up on a very important part. Do you recall the year that the cranberry sauce went missing? Um, yes. Well, I had a little bit of extra time in the kitchen, so I decided to make a trip, and Shine takes a plate that, like, is a very mundane-looking plate. Like, this is like a cracked sort of clay plate and on it sitting on it like perfectly balanced is a can shaped preserved cranberry sauce like gelatin this is the cranberry sauce that you lost six years ago it's here the prestige boom (laughs) i had to go into the past to get it sable starts clapping so you're the reason why the cranberry sauce went missing no, I'm the reason the cranberry sauce is here. But you're, if you took it from the past, you're also the reason why it went missing. And now you get to enjoy it. Problem solved. Genius. Um, Surely now it's exactly like home. <laughs> oh, I've got a funny story. <laughs> oh, yes. Funny stories. Yeah, yeah. The one funny story that I like to think about a lot is the first time I we actually met. Um, <gasps> you were on the mountain stealing jewels from one of the outcrops on a mountain. I sound so handsome. <laughs> Just going to ignore that. And I... Yep, that does sound extremely like Shine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I found him. Uh, and I said, wow, this is rude. He didn't even ask. So I started a mudslide and the funniest thing happened. He literally fell into the mud and just head over heels. He looked, he looked just like Lament. Oh my God. Can you imagine Shine looking just like Lament for like even a short span of time? It was so funny to me. You know, I can't. Very humorous. You know, I can't. I can't picture that. It was great. Well, it was the best day of my life. Funny story won't work. I demand you bury me in mud. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You just get like your whole chair body jooped into the mud, and you pop back out like a big like slime beast, and your dress is just just yeah the already ruined dress. When you pop back out, there's a second mud splatter across Sorrel and Sable. Surely now this is funny. Now that you have pictured this. The story is Extra funny. humorous. And As, now it must be exactly like home. Azrenel is just having the time of their life right now. So, you know that, like, that laughter that's not laughter when something is so awkward that, like, <laughs> the only response uh, that, it, uh, but it sounds, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh no, I need to stop. And yep. Sorrel kind of, uh, mm, mm, uh, reaches for the bottle of wine, which thankfully was still corked, pops the cork and reaches to a part of the table that has a clean glass, just pours themselves. And it's like, that was a very funny story. Thank you. Sorrel is like feeling so torn because it's like, they could see that everyone is trying so hard to make them happy. But like, wow, uh, this whole thing um, (laughs) is wild. So I think Sorrel kind of takes a moment and kind of is like, um, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess shine, uh, what was life like for you before you, uh, started living with Azrenel? Wow. Huh? Well, I think I didn't have any deadlines back then. So I think it was easier but I also didn't really spend a lot of time with other people. I really focused a lot on my work, you know, uh, which is is very important, obviously. But I didn't have a lot of help, so it was very difficult to do things. Well, what, what kind of work did you do? Well, I, and I think he tries to remember... And in 
pulling back and pulling back like past the pact and whatnot, he remembers kind of the person that he used to be. And I kind of think he ran off to join the Imperial Army after he broke up with with Lament. Like, I, I, I think he got his wizard's license. He went through wizard school, did very well, got in this very bad codependent relationship and it ended spectacularly. And he decided to take his power elsewhere. And he had to go collect jewels from this place to power this spell that was gonna steal the heart of the earth. And in a sudden moment, as he was drowning in mud, realized how he could be using his his abilities that he had cultivated more productively and made this offer of, I will, I will repair your heart and it will take me one week. And then like back to now. And I think in remembering that, it's a very unpleasant memory. And so he's just quiet for a long time. And then he turns around and looks at everybody in the room who's like probably pretty expectant of him to say something. Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Not much to say this week, except we hope everyone had a lovely Valentine's Day, and we're extremely grateful for our backers on Patreon. Without all of you, we wouldn't be able to make this series what it is, and this show what it is. So if you like what you're hearing, please head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to be a supporter. That can get you all sorts of great things, like at the $15 plus level, in on the one-shot book club. This month, our book club spotlight is on Tracy Barnett, who happened to edit this episode. So if you're a $15 plus backer, be sure to enjoy a free game. Thanks to everyone who supports us already and everyone who's going to support us in the future. Now with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Gosh, that's just so long ago and so boring. And tacky, now that I think of it. Oh, um... Oh, uh, oh um... Not not that you're boring, or tacky, or, or that I don't like the questions that you asked, even though it brought me great pain. Um... Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm messing it all up. Uh, uh... Shine releases a bunch of geese. <laughs> They were from where they were going to bring the dessert course, but they have eaten the dessert course as geese do. Yeah, yeah. And they just like explode through dessert. That's what it. We need dessert, and geese just like muck about the the whole room, waving their giant wings, slapping things off the table. There are feathers everywhere, and they are of course sticking to the the thick mud that is all over shine. <laughs> and lament. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just me by default. Mm. Uh, I think Azrael takes the time to organize the feathers so they look like big stupid ears on lament just for fun. And then I think it would be fun if everyone else n- enjoyed the activity of a feather arrangement on both lament and shine because we need to find a bright light in a sad day for shine. <laughs> I think we're getting close to aftermath, right? Yeah, yeah, that was everybody. Yeah. Oh. Like the meal is over. The meal is so we're just yeah. dealing with Dessert. the consequences geese. of the aftermath. Geese. <laughs> Feathers. Press everywhere. Y to honk. Those geese assured <laughs> me that they wouldn't cause problems. Never trust a goose. I feel like maybe Azrael and Lament start messing around with feather arrangements on Shine. Saral is just extremely confused and is going to start clearing the table. Sable obediently starts helping Sorel. Right on their heels is helping to pick stuff up and, and reorganize things. Lament, what design do you put on Shine to make him look dumb? Whatever one inspires the most misery. Mm. Probably a crown of asymmetrical mm. feathers. Whatever inspires the most frustration. Like like a like a crest? Yeah, <laughs> like a bird crest. I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tell you now. 
there's nothing that you could do that will make Shine miserable because you did it for him. <laughs> I love that. They can still hope. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. It's a crest. It's beautiful. <laughs> and Azrenel gives you like a sick lapel. Ooh. Ooh. Just like a huge flipped up lapel that, that dips low in the front. This must be exactly what it was like. Mm. I wouldn't know. I'm the Earth. I often don't know of which you speak. And that was special family meal. Special it family was so meals. special. It, it was so it special. It was special. So what do we do once the meal is over? Do we all relax together or break into smaller groups? feel like we're breaking into smaller groups. Probably. I kind of get those vibes. You and uh, Sable are doing dishes struggling with those gloves and then the other three of us are just reorganizing the feathers on shine you know gotta make them look fabulous and miserable at the same time mm -hmm. yeah yeah the only way you're gonna make me look miserable is if you put a frowny face on me <laughs> i'll do my best <laughs> immediate effort is made <laughs> and I'll look miserable. I won't be miserable. Fantastic. So, marks. Did anybody hit any marks? I hit three. What? Yeah. I had to make up for it because I didn't get to do anything in the first scene. Dang. Um, I overextended my powers to reveal the nature of my demonic form. I deflected responsibility for a situation that I created. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I used was that the dessert geese? No, no. That was literally Lament tried to go, hey, the world is ending and it's yeah. kind of your fault. What do you think about that? And I was like, hmm. Great question. Great Next question. question. Great question. I'm so glad you asked it. I can't mm -hmm. recall what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> and I used my power in a flashy way to impress the cursed kind of throughout. Yeah. You know, like every five seconds. Yeah. 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 I think I kind of hit the tone of convince someone else to care for the wizard when they won't care for themselves in that I was able to get Lament to assist in doing some feather arrangement, which was actually, in Shine's point of view, a form of care for them because it was paying attention to them mm -hmm. and doing something fun <laughs> on family dinner night. Confirmed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, I know that three is a lot, Shine, but mm -hmm. maybe even just one or two things you learned from, because I feel like there were many lessons to be learned from yes. that. Yes. <laughs> I think like a big lesson that I think was learned, especially by the conclusion of the meal, I think while the feather arranging was happening, Shine was just kind of silently watching Sorel. And Shine is not an idiot, even though Shine pretended that everything was going fine. Shine kind of saw throughout the meal that everything was a huge disaster, but Sorel didn't seem upset by that. And so I think the thematic connection finally got made like, oh, the important thing is that we were all here and all having a good time together and that we all worked for this. Not that I had a perfectly engineered plan to recreate a thing. Also, I, I think Shine learned that he, he used enough magical power to like bend time to take those, in, those rough ingredients that were brought to him and turn them into the meal. That wasn't the necessary part of it. That wasn't what made people happy at the end of the night. It was all the other things. So those are really, really key lessons that, that kind of sunk in there. But Shine also learned, I think that the last lesson was how easy it is for him to hurt people if he's not thinking about how they are feeling when he does things. Because that moment when he like, oh, I don't want to engage with my negative emotions at all, so I will just, you know, say that, ah, whatever. That hurt Sorel, like, he, like, immediately saw a change in, in, in their face and was like, oh, no, what have I done? And I think was, like, stewing on that a little bit. But definitely that lesson came through. Awesome. And Azrenel, you're one about... <laughs> I'm caring for the wizard by paying attention to him is great. Uh, what did Azrenel learn? 
I think this might be the first time it's been confirmed that they need to care for the wizard in, in particular because, like, yeah, it's it's been an antagonistic relationship for the most point up till now, but now that we are ha- having us all in the same room and seeing the family dynamic that could be possible, I think they they have learned that caring, actively caring for one another could make this a more tolerable situation, a more hospitable situation for literally everyone, including Ezranel. Awesome. I hit a mark, but I'm struggling with the wording of what I learned from it. So uh, I don't know if Sable or Lament hit anything. I might have. I did try to offer advice about an outside threat, which was Terra. I mean, sure, it was promptly dismissed, but nonetheless, the advice was offered that you should be worried. (laughs) I think it counts. Okay, perfect, perfect. Was it unexpectedly kind that I participated in the feather adornment? Yeah. I mean, because you (laughs) kept doing it when you realized that he liked it. You did not express any misery. Yeah. None. And then you were like, all right, let's see what will make him happy then. Well, I mean, I tried to make a frowny face. Well, yeah. And that didn't really help. Yeah, I think there, right, I think there was a it. point where misery stopped being the point of it, and maybe you can't pinpoint the moment. And that's what I think kind of the lesson was learned. It wasn't so much of like a, a tangible lesson, but it was more of that transformative feeling where you've spent your entire life, or I've spent my entire life, really focusing on what makes people miserable. And then when you get that spark of joy at doing something that inspires happiness, it's kind of, it's kind of nice, but... We don't know how to feel about it yet. <laughs> so we're going to hold on to some of those geese, geese feathers and consider. Fantastic. Sable? I didn't hit any of the specific marks in this scene, but on the side, there's a if you're stuck category mm-hmm. for options. And I did ask overly personal questions of the cursed during that. So does that count as me hitting a mark? So I have found that this variety of rules light role-playing is very intimidating to people who are not familiar with story games. In two of my playtests had people who are very intimidated by that. So that was more just for cool. that kind of player. But yeah. 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 I, I realized, I don't know. I, I got a vibe that I was going to have a harder time finding a place to do one of my act one marks. So I opted to focus on the, the personal questions instead. Cool. Awesome. This is maybe only stretching it a tiny bit. I refused to hear a good truth about myself when Shine was like, oh, I don't mean that you are boring or tacky. (laughs) Yeah. Sorrel thought that, oh, he definitely means that I specifically am boring and tacky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one could be so dense as to openly state something that they don't mean. That's wild. Yep. I think... What Sorrel learned is that creating a family isn't always easy and people can make mistakes even when they're trying to make you happy. And I think that's the most positive spin I can put on how they they came out of that scene because they're, they're definitely feeling a bit hurt. Which makes it interesting that we're heading into budding romance. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Budding Romance, this is a game for Shine and Sorrel. So, you've been alone for so long that you've convinced yourself you never wanted romance. How does something unexpected make you realize that maybe you do want something more after all? So, the rest of the family is either not present or is completely occupied with something else. What is the situation and why are the two of you not involved? Gosh, yeah. What is a chaotic situation that everyone else has to band together? I have a feeling that it's a jigsaw puzzle. A jigsaw puzzle? Yeah, or uh-huh. or a broken uh-huh. vase or something. And we're like, oh, oh, we got to put this back together. We got to, this is, we, this can't be broken Okay, right now. then clearly you have broken something precious of mine. Yeah. It's like a cursed thug. All of you, yeah, all of you have, <laughs> that's it. I trapped a dark spirit oh, in yeah. a vase. It's like a Dybbuk box that you've Whoops. opened up and you've got to you've got to stuff whatever's in there back inside. Can I can I suggest that it's a fire spirit? So specifically, it would be very bad for Sorrel to be around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, perfect. And you, also, you have to distract Shine because yeah. he doesn't know. You've got to keep him busy. Oh, on it. Yeah, you yeah. can't know about well, this. It's optional. If you want to be in on it, 
you you definitely should be, but if or if you want to be unknown in the situation, up to you. But I think it would be extremely funny if it started out as a distraction. What what if <laughs> what if they're not in on it and instead like you know it's extremely dangerous for them to be in that room. So you've just said whatever it will take to get them to go away mm-hmm. and that might have been unintentionally hurtful or like oh. made them feel oh, isolated. I was, no, I was I was gonna say maybe you may like I mean, I like the idea of the equivalent of sending Soral on a snipe hunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that's great, too. Just to be like, uh, uh, they need to not be here. Can you? <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, uh, Shine was looking for, oh, God, like something stupid. But Azrael, you happen to know that it was something that Shine was looking for previously, but was in one of the archipelago drawers that you had moved. Yeah. So you're like, can they needed it. Can you can you go get it from here and bring it to Shine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. I think Sable answers the door first and is like, it's messy in here. You can't come in. Don't come in. We're uh, cleaning. Uh, and naked. Right now. Uh, oh. The lament fell apart and we're fixing it. Uh, I'm naked. Oh. It's raining too. <laughs> and there's lightning, which is bright and bad for you. Uh, I think um, I'm going to go help lament. And then uh, Azrael <laughs> is like, go get this thing out of the archipelago drawer and give it to Shine. Very calmly, very matter-of-factly. Uh, uh, okay, are you you sure everything's okay in there? Everything's yep. fine! Everything's great. Door slam. <laughs> <laughs> Thrall's like, wow, that was weird. <laughs> it's that this is not a surprise party moment, but and please like, go away. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, Thrall does kind of stand there for a moment, because, like, they took care of kids, right? So they... They know the, like, panic of, like, shit has literally fallen apart. But then they're kind of like, okay, I don't think Lament counts as an adult, but Azrael sort of does. Whoa. So I guess I'm going to trust that Azrael has the situation covered. And so that's their calculus of, uh, okay, well, I, I guess I'm going to look. They didn't say which archipelago drawer, though. So There are thousands. <laughs> And they're kind of like, well, uh, uh, well, it can't, it can't hurt to take a look. So maybe Shine happens across Sorrel as they're kind of like the like map overworld that you have to pop back in and out of. And so they pop back in and like, no, nope, wasn't that one. All right, let's try that one. I think we should get stuck in one, right? Like, like one that is kind of a intimate space. Uh, yes, absolutely, because we need to go full rom-com on this. Yeah, yeah. It's like the door gets stuck behind you, mm-hmm. and now you're in this closet together Yeah, on it, an island. That the, the One of my favorite and most classic improv prompts is you're playing two people who are in a location where an accident or crisis has led to you be there. You know that help is on the way, but it's not going to be there for a long time. So you're past the point where you're talking about what's happened to you. Yeah. And now you're talking about anything else. I think we do at least like see the first initial you're going to leave as I'm coming in. And then it's like a like a I fall into you kind of situation. And then, we, like, we keep stepping into each other's way. Yeah. Right. It's there's lots of apologizing. Are we dancing? Are we and, not? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, <laughs> and then and then we realize that shit, we're locked in here. And it's wow. <laughs> I have a question. Did, did you clarify or do you have a situation in your head of how you materialize when like you, you mentioned that there there is an instance where you kind of ma- mater- rematerialize as a person. But you when you least realize when you're focused it. on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I'm That's really something. focused on something. It's like one of those. Like, OK. So is it you trying to unlock the door? We're also doing a puzzle. Oh, That's the thing. The we're, room is—it's an escape room. We're—we're oh, yes. we're waiting to be. Yeah, we're—we're we're gonna get there. Don't worry. I have—I have a thing. Okay. Gonna do. Okay. 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 Yeah, because that is a thing that is definitely gonna happen. Great. So we are stuck here. So now that we've established the situation, we have an unexpected spark. Take turns asking questions for the other player to answer. Each player should ask two. I don't know which of us should go first here. You know what? I, I I think I will go first in this because I think this this question is very indicative of 
Shine and how Shine tries to approach impressing Sorrel. Uh-huh. It's, I compliment you and you think I'm making fun of you, but I'm completely earnest. <laughs> what am I complimenting you on and how do you react when I convince you that I was serious? Okay, so my first instinct is, it can't be something physical, but that is what I think of when I think of Shine. I think that there was something, you know, the other day where you kind of walked in on me giving an impromptu physics lesson to Sable, where Sable asked a question about why does this happen? And oh, oh, I think it was like a, a question about like, you know, planetary physics. And so like Sorrel started grabbing various pieces of fruit to, you know, explain gravity and orbits and, and that kind of thing. It was absolutely not the way that you would have created like a literal fucking solar system. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and I would have misfrizzled taken them on a magic school bus yeah. adventure. Yeah, you would have been like, great question, we're getting on this rocket ship. <laughs> right? But Sorrel, you know, was just like, great, here's some fruit. Let's that's our analogy and like talked through it and like gave a very concise explanation that Sable was able to understand. So I think you're complimenting them on how I, I think what I probably said was you know a lot about things that don't make any sense. And you talk about them like they do. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 oh, oh, oh no, oh no, I've, I've done it wrong again, haven't I? Um, I value that thing. Oh, I, I, I don't have enough of it. Oh, I, I thought you were joking. Sometimes I feel like I don't make sense and I like the way you talk about me. Uh, and I think Sorrel, like, laughs, like, somewhat involuntarily, and then is like, oh, no. Um, and then they're like, um, I mean, I'm not a wizard, so you don't a lot. Yes, maybe that's a better way to put it, is you're not a wizard. <laughs> I think, I think Sorrel, like just like absolutely like howls laughing at that like like the fact that this is like such a huge revelation for you clearly but like also <laughs> the most obvious thing but you also <laughs> so sincere like, <laughs> and then they're like yes that is fantastic Saral is like oh god I I need to say a thing we're stuck in here it's gonna get real awkward if i don't keep this going and and they're kind of like well i i mean what i, I could i could say something similar about you oh I, that sounds fun I, I mean i've never met anyone who tries so hard to make everyone around them happy I think Shine looks so confused. What are you talking about? Okay, this is this is you understanding things that don't make sense because you're exactly like that. But you're always making everyone in the house so happy. Oh my goodness, they go on and on about it. But look at look at everything you did to try to make everyone dinner or you know, all the things that you've done around the house or I mean, you, I, you, you try and make everything perfect and I think that's because you want everyone to be happy I think he probably shrinks a little bit at that and like can't really bring himself to, to look at you I mean I mean to I definitely almost always start out meaning to I think and I think the the silence hangs there. Yeah. A little bit. Mm hmm Did it did 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 the dinner make you happy? <laughs> Sorry, that is that is, a, that is a player that reaction. A wonderful sound. I hope we keep I, that I in. I wish that was a character reaction. Oh, Sorrel. 
<laughs> okay, no, we'll make a we'll make a note. I'll I'll retcon that. We'll we'll say that with Sorrel. <laughs> I don't know this noise. This isn't one of the noises that I know. The the dinner was it was parts of it were nice. Um it was also really confusing. I I mean I didn't conf- confusing how. <laughs> It seemed like at the beginning you were doing it because you wanted everyone to come together and have a good time. And it, you know, I thought, but then stuff you said at the end, I don't know. It was just confusing. I didn't really know what to think of how you thought about me. I mean, you're, you're perfect. I mean, what a ridiculous thing to say. You say that about everyone. Well, yes, they are all perfect, but you're very good at it. I'm trying to think of a way to say this that doesn't make sense. Because that seems to be the ticket with you. I planned a perfect meal and everyone worked very hard to ruin that plan. (laughs) But everyone was very happy at the end anyway. And I realized that the meals that you talked about back home weren't perfect and everybody was very happy anyway. The the story you told me about the cranberry sauce getting lost, that you said that was your favorite year, your favorite meal. And it was so imperfect. I thought I'll fix it. I'll get that cranberry sauce and and fix everything and that ruined everything and the way it was ruined was better than being the kind of perfect I thought I should see there that doesn't make any sense at all so you know when you're having a conversation with someone about something that is like on the edge of what you're capable of understanding (laughs) Like, like all the time, it's just barely on this side of it. So Sorrel is like really making an effort. They're actually making such an effort that as you continue to explain, and I think maybe this is part of what causes your difficulty in finding the words. They're concentrating so hard that their shadow self is reverting and their true nature is showing through a bit. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think... I, I, I don't know. And they're, and they're yeah. like the, the oh. listeners can't see the face that I'm making, but like it is like furrowed brow, like very like mm. the thinker. Yeah. Mm. I I think is seeing that like transformation, because it's not something that you do willingly, and I'm mostly I mostly see you as a shadow creature. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often shine sees you like this or gets to see you like this. I think this has been maybe like the most direct and definitely the closest up. It's been like kind of glimpses every once in a while from like across a room. So the thing that I said about shine is shine remembers people how they want to be seen. So as you do this shine grows very still and very quiet because he doesn't know what will disturb this. But while it's happening, he tries to take in as much of who you are in this moment as he possibly can. How you look, how you sound, how you smell, the, the amount of light that bounces off of your skin, everything he is trying to sear firmly into his memory because he doesn't know if he's going to be able to see you like this or how he could again and and, and for how long and he wants he wants to be able to treat you like this all the time 
This episode of One Shot uses music by Scott Buckley, provided under a Creative Commons International 4.0 license. Tracks used are This Too Shall Pass, Inbound, Machina, Air, Filaments, and Reverie. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Our Traveling Home. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other great gaming shows here on the One Shot Network. As always, we end One Shot with a call to action. Heroes, it can be difficult, especially at times like this, to stay involved and keep pushing for necessary changes. It's difficult especially to sprint ahead all the time. I recommend finding small ways that you can continue to involve yourself so that when you do have the energy, you'll have the skills and wherewithal to jump in. One of the ways to consistently keep yourself involved in issues going on is to call your representatives. Now, when I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There, you can find issue summaries for issues affecting you on both a local and national level, as well as contact information for your representatives, and even scripts to read while you're on the phone to help you get your point across. Staying involved isn't easy, but making a call is. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.